Kimmy, good morning. Appreciate your time. Good morning. Uh, let's start here with the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. The Russian forces just captured another city. What does this mean for Ukraine as those Russian forces continue their advance? Well, it's, it's certainly not good. In fact, Ukraine said today that its forces have gone on the defensive in certain towns where they had been holding their own, but they're they're complaining that they're running out of weapons, especially uh, ammunition. They're running short of, and that of course plays into the the White House claims that the U.S. needs to pass this additional aid package to Ukraine as soon as possible. The Ukrainians claim it is very much having an impact on the battle. What about Alexei Navalny, who uh, was a critic of President Putin? He died over the weekend. What impact do you think his death will have in Russia? Well, we heard yesterday from President Biden that he's weighing additional sanctions against Russia over the death of Navalny. The U.S. doesn't know exactly how he died yet, and the Russians are conducting a very closed investigation, as you might imagine. It has always been the case in the past. Navalny's mother came out today and and pleaded with Vladimir Putin to released her son's body immediately. She, she actually made a video where she's standing in front of the prison where he was held in Siberia. Um, he died on, on February 16th, and, and she said she's not been allowed to see his body for the fifth day in a row. Um, she's not been allowed to, to get his body, and she's not even been told where he is. So she's appealing to Vladimir Putin uh, to release his body. There have been claims by some, including Navalny's widow, that he was poisoned and the russians are holding his body in order to get the poison out of his body uh, before it's determined what exactly he died of kimmy do you get the sense that maybe there are folks in russia that are less likely to stand up and criticize putin and his government after what happened to navalny the the protests have been very quiet but they have been ongoing especially um, in a city like saint petersburg mm-hmm. for example the, the Russian police have been going to various locations in St. Petersburg and Moscow and elsewhere and removing the flowers that mourners are leaving for Navalny. And in St. Petersburg yesterday, we, we saw a video of, of people replacing flowers as soon as they were removed by the Russian police. So it, it's been a very quiet, subdued marking of this event, but the Russians are still turning out. I do want to ask you about what's going on with Israel and Hamas. What's the latest in the ongoing conflict there? Well, the, the Hamas has claimed this morning that um, it has injured several Israeli soldiers. It, it looks to be a very ugly day in the war for Israel. We'll have to wait and, and see if these details are confirmed or not. But, of course, all eyes are on southern Gaza and Rafah, where so many Palestinians were seeking shelter, and the, the um, Israelis have been threatening an offensive there. Um, Hamas is still warning them not to do that and has been putting up a battle, but it's a very dangerous situation for all sides involved there. We'll let you go with this uh, thought, Kimmy. We heard yesterday the U.N. is holding a hearing on the legality of Israel's occupation of Palestinian claimed lands. Will that hearing and the forthcoming decision have any impact on this conflict at all? It, it, it's hard to say whether it will have an impact on the conflict, but it will send a signal. The U.S. actually is expected to vote in favor of this resolution in the U.N. Security Council, which would be unusual. The U.S. has been very careful to support Israel all along in this, but President Biden has said repeatedly um, that he is very concerned about Israel moving into Rafah in particular, where so many Palestinians have been seeking refuge and, and wanted sort of a, a, a plan from Israel on how it planned to do that and also protect civilians. So it would be symbolic, at least.
CBS News correspondent Cammie McCormick. Cammie, thanks for your time and your perspective this morning. Thank you.